welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, every once in a while, uh, I have some technical difficulties. So if I end up being a little bit short on this one, uh, it's because I've recorded it twice. Well, this will be my second time. Um, you know, there's just these these glitches that can sometimes happen. And uh, I'm not, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm technically savvy-ish, uh, but self-taught much of the time, you know, through trial and error. And uh, hopefully the sound quality is really good. Uh, but every once in a while, I have this issue and I have to uninstall some things and reinstall. And then it just fixes it. It's amazing. So that had to happen. And so here we go. I I want to I'm going to say something that is probably going to irritate some of you. What we saw on the house floor about a week ago. What we saw some of that content, I'd say most of that content, the content doesn't really matter. You're probably really ticked off at me right now. You're like the content doesn't matter. Look, very little of that content is going to make a lick of difference. There's something way more significant than the content. Now, I'm a clinical podcast, so let me explain to you what I'm thinking and why I'm thinking it. Content of an agreement or a disagreement in relationships is typically almost inconsequential. There are a a few deal breakers. Outside of that, content doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter in an argument. It doesn't matter in a a discussion and in a debate. It really just does not matter that much. What matters is the process and the outcomes. That's almost all that really truly matters. When, When we sit down with somebody and we use a good process and we create good relational outcomes, the, the content just helps us get there. It's a tool to get us closer together, build our relationship, or turn us away from one another. That's it. It's just a tool. And it's not a great tool much of the time because we can get stuck on things that don't really matter. I mean, I'm going to say something and some of you are going to be irritated. The toilet paper up or the toilet paper down? And some of y'all are going like, oh, it's always this. I mean, really? Really? Does it have to be that? I mean, we're pretty lucky to have toilet paper, don't you think? So whether it's up or down, like really? I mean, we get stuck on the content being the most significant thing in the world. Uh, I, I did the dishes and I stacked them in the tray. Or I did the dishes and I stacked them in a clean sink. Does it really matter? I mean, really? Not really. But that content for some people? Oh, it drives them nuts. So there's deal breakers and then there's everything else. So from a relational lens, I'm going to go over why what happened on the house floor 
in terms of content, doesn't really matter. Number one, it's the process. We're going to detail out the process. There's this theory. It's a relational communication theory. Uh, and it highlights, so dialogue. Dialogue is, I'll get into the details. Dialog, dialogical uh, communication. Dialogue then is an essential component to successful relationships. Okay, that's essentially what it's saying, more or less. I mean, you can get in and find the details. It's actually a pretty fascinating theory. But what then we have to look at is dialogue. We have to look at dialogue. We cannot ignore dialogue. Dialogue is then an essential component to relationships. Well, that makes sense if you understand what dialogue is. So what is dialogue? Now, many of you are like, oh, I know what dialogue is, but you may have a distorted view. So I'm going to hopefully clear it up for you if you don't know. And if you do think you know, I hope that uh, you're right. I really do. So we, we, when we look at dialogue, dialogue is made up of three components, really. Uh, and the, the, there's two or more people. I should say there's four components. There's two or more people because it has to, you can't, a series of monologues is not dialogue, right? If, if I'm in a group of 10 people and everybody gives me the monologue, we didn't create anything new. Why? Because of these three components that are coming. It's based on a desire for increased understanding, addressing problems, questioning actions and thoughts. Okay, so it's got to do these things. These are the things that dialogue does. And if you don't have that happening, you don't have dialogue. Okay, so we then go, what does that mean? Like, really, what does it mean? Well, that means dialogue is about we, it is not about you, and it is not about me. Now, when we look at the house floor, some of that was happening. There was a we going on. And that was super good and exciting. And we like that. So I am going to pull something up. Those of you who are following, hopefully you can see this okay. I pulled up a little handy dandy chart. Um, I will find out. I'm doing this in a new way today because I'm testing it out and we'll see if it works. If it doesn't, uh, you can go to my podcast and you should be able to get the link because I'll put the uh, the website link on there and you can go onto my website, pull it up. All right. At the bottom, there is a you and there is a me. You, if you're healthy, that matters. If I'm healthy, that matters. Why? Because we can only create an us. You'll see this on the chart. We can only create an us that is good and healthy if you and me are both good and healthy. If I am broken, I'm going to hurt you. If you are broken, you're going to potentially hurt me. Now, there's some things we can do to prevent the uh, social injury, the psychological injury. Uh, but we are much greater risk. So there's you. And there's me and there's us, which means every single relationship you have is actually a relationship of three, not of two. And that is a big deal. Let's take a look at what that means. Can you exist without me? Can I exist without you? Yes, we are independent. Can we exist without you? 
No. Can we exist without me? No. It takes you and me for us to exist, which means we is very, very important. If your healthiness matters, which it does, we can only be our best if you are at your best. And we can only be our best if I am at my best. What that means is anytime you or I have a weakness that we are not addressing, we are hurting one another because we're hurting the we, the us that exists. That's not cool. Every weakness that you work on though benefits me too and vice versa. So when we're taking care of ourselves well, the beauty of that is that if we're taking care of ourselves well and we prioritize us above you and me, that's why it's at the top on the chart, we put us before you and me, it clarifies so many decisions, so many decisions. It's crazy. So many decisions become super clear and we make healthier decisions overall. That is wonderful. We love that. Okay. Part two, now that we understand that the the we matters and that the process can encourage the us or it can discourage the us, which we'll come back to as we wrap up today. Then we got to look at the outcomes. Now here, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go over the concessions that were made. This is the content. Remember the content that I said doesn't really matter? But watch, you'll see, well, or listen. If you're watching on Rumble or YouTube, you can watch. What happens here is we look at this content. One member motion to vacate the speaker. Love it. I love that idea. It's saying, hey, all of these people were voted by the people that they represent. So their opinion should matter. Good. Okay, great. Second thing is Congressional Leadership Fund. What the Congressional Leadership Fund is, is this super PAC that's designed to spend a lot of money on different races. Well, they've set some boundaries around it saying they won't spend it on Republican primaries. Okay. I mean, what what that essentially does is it says, for Republicans at least, it's going to be harder to run a a second, a third, and a fourth time because you're going to have to raise your own money. You're not going to be able to lean into this super PAC that Kevin McCarthy is a huge uh, proponent in. Interesting. Okay. Several things about the fiscal responsibility came up. Uh, Mostly they had to do with spending and cutting. If you're going to increase spending, tell us where you're going to cut. Okay. I I mean, for fiscal responsibility, that makes some sense. I mean, you, you can't spend money you don't have and... That's probably good. What it doesn't say is, you know, any details about cutting. So sounds like cutting is fair game in a lot of ways. So we can cut this, we can cut that, but spending is different. So we'll see how that plays out. They part out some of the appropriations bills. Uh, I mean, it saw something about there might be like 12 of them. Well, at the end of the day, the whole idea behind parting out different appropriations bills is saying, so there's this concept like what I want, I can attach to something that you need. If you need it and I want something, then I can get what I want by giving you what you need. 
So what has happened historically, uh, we've attached, you know, 450,000 things that we want to the one thing that you need. And it's been a tool to try to manipulate and get what we want as opposed to really taking care of what we need. It's the me and you having a bunch of monologues as opposed to us having a dialogue and saying, what is our need? Not what is your need, what is my need, but what is our need? And if that played out well, I mean, that could be a benefit. You know, the idea of, of parting these things says, well, all we have to do then is ask, is this something that we need? That's, that simplifies things. Uh, if the answer is no, then it's a want. All right. Most things are wants, not needs. We, we've gone over that in other podcasts. So we don't really know yet whether that's going to be beneficial. The Freedom Caucus representation on committees uh, is another thing that was a, a part of the concession. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're a Freedom Caucus person, then that's that's a great thing. Uh, you know, committee assignments are significant. Uh, it's, you know, if if you're in the room where it happens, then you have a say at what happens uh, in some way or another. If you're not in the room where it happens, well, then you have really little say over what happens. And so that's the idea there. Uh, the 72 hours to the review of the bills before you vote. Uh, I got to tell you, that just, to me, uh, from an outsider, that seems like common sense. It's the old, hey, let's take a time out, figure out where, where we are coming from and see how it fits in before we, I don't know, continue to argue and debate. Well, the beauty of that is, to me, uh, the 72-hour thing is much like the, hey, let's table the topic until our emotions settle down and our thoughts have had the opportunity to kick in and we can balance our head and our heart and our soul and say, this is what we think is probably going to be the best. Yes, I vote. No, I don't. Okay, something like, or yes, I vote for it, or no, I don't vote for it, that kind of a thing. So I think that's probably good in a lot of cases. Um, you know, obviously, there's still going to be things that pass fast. Uh, you know, like if there was a, an emergency or a crisis, you know, I doubt that that's going to play a factor, although I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe it will. Who knows? Um, member amendments on the floor. That's saying that everybody's voice matters. If you've been voted into the house, you're, you've got a voice because the people have supported you and therefore your voice matters. That seems like a reasonable thing because it increases what? Dialogue. Dialogue. Beautiful. We like dialogue. Uh, committee to probe the weaponization of the federal government. Uh, I don't know. It depends on where you fall on that. If you fall in the house of like, yeah, they need to, to find out if this has been weaponized or not, um, then you're going to be in favor of that. But again, this is all content. Now, we can make a case that some of this content is important. Like I did make a case that some of this seemed good and important. But at the end of the day, my argument still stands. It's not that important. What's more important long-term, what's more important is what's going to happen with those relationships. So the unspoken outcomes, the outcomes that people aren't talking about, well, maybe because they're not therapists or maybe because they don't want to, is, is really what's got the Democrats and the Republicans most excited or worried. Depends on how you look at it. The first one is, does this result in infighting? Does this tear apart the camaraderie and the team? Or the alternative, 
Does it build team camaraderie? Now, depending on that outcome, this could be one of the most significant things that we have seen in generations in a positive way or a negative way. It really could. Why? Because relationally, when we come together, we can do more. I mean, let, let's take a look at what the Democrats, whoops, what the Democrats have done over the last year and a half. They have been unified. Whether you agree with them, disagree with them, like them, don't like them, they have been unified. And at the end of the day, because of that, they were able to get some stuff done that was significant. You know, and again, depending on your view, that may be good or bad, but it's significant. Why? They were unified. So we're going to find out in the upcoming days, weeks, months, years, uh, what kind of significance this has. It's premature to say this was a big victory for the people of the United States or this was a big, you know, uh, you know finger in the face, giving you the bird event for the people of the United States. Uh, I, it's too early to tell. It's going to depend on what comes next in terms of building relationships. All in all, it could go either way. It really could. So stay tuned. Let's watch the show. Let's see what happens. I hope this was helpful, helping you think about some things, uh, maybe a little bit different light, a different way than you had been. And uh, if you liked it, give me some feedback. Uh, if you didn't, give me some feedback. And uh, we'll see you next time. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com. 